This episode is made possible by our main sponsor, Troy Thompson from LJ Hooker Gun Garland. As you may or may not know, Troy played 156 first grade NRL games for the Canberra Raiders, which means he's a team player and he'll help you tackle all of your home buying and selling goals in the Gun Garland area. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Life and Sport Podcast. And we're joined by a very special guest. He's actually a member of the Goodwin family, father being Lord Ted Goodwin, brothers being... Uh, Luke and Bronx Goodwin, Bryson Goodwin, thanks for joining us today. And how's your day going so far? Hey, mate, thanks for having me. No, it's going good, mate. Uh, it's just early morning, so just drop the kids to school, mate, and then just getting ready for the day. Yeah, nice. That's fair enough. Um, so let's get started, obviously. Um, as I just mentioned, you are part of a rugby league royalty family, really, you could say, with being the Goodwin family. What was that like growing up amongst such a you know, rugby league in, in your in your early childhood? Um, yeah, for me, it's good. Like, you know, growing up, I got to see a lot of my brothers and family play football, you know, but as a kid, uh, to me, that was just normal sort of thing. It, it sounds a bit, a bit out there and a bit different, but to me, it was normal just because that's what I was brought up with, you know? So, yeah. um, I always just saw dad as dad. And then as I grew older, um, it probably, and, and a few more people that I started to speak to and that it probably, um, like came to me a bit more, if you know what I mean, um, yeah. about like, what their standing was in the game or whatever, you know. So, um, but yeah, just as a kid, it was, it was, it was fine to me. Dad was dad and stuff. So, yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, and you grew up obviously playing. You started your junior footy over in WA when you know your brother Luke was playing for the ill-fated Western Reds. Um, you played for Canning Bulldogs and South Perth Lions. What was rugby league like over there compared to New South Wales? Uh, well, I didn't know. Like again, I didn't know as a kid because I moved over there when I was about four. So oh, okay. I was very, I was very young. I went to school. Um, I did all my school in there by two years. I came over, to, went to Endeavour Sports High over here. Mm-hmm. But um, mate, it was great. Like the the footy over there was great. I remember we we had we had a team, and I think it, a team from over Wentworth Hill or someone came over. We ended up like we beat them pretty easy, but we were a combined team and stuff when we were young, and then. Yeah. There's been a few of us that came out, you know, like and played. So a group of the kids that I played with ended up playing a lot of NRL. Um, so John Green played for St. George and yep. um, and stuff, you know, won a grand final. Then you had Lee Tamari, uh, Bulldogs, yep. um, Eels, and who else? We had um, Daniel Holdsworth played, my brother played, um, Corey Patterson. Yep. So there's a whole big group of us. Probably missed a couple too, you know, but there's a whole big group of us that came out of that that sort of age group and, and we went on and played NRL and stuff, right? So it's, it's a pretty, um, it wasn't such a bad competition and it's not as small as what people think. No, absolutely not. Like the, one of the dominant clubs at the moment from what I'm led to believe is the Fremantle Roosters. Um, but let's get started about your time in the NRL. You made your debut and ended up finishing your career as well with the Sharks. What was it like the week leading up to, you know, getting your, your first grade NRL debut? Yeah, well, it was funny. I sort of, um, I remember it pretty clearly. Yeah. Um, I I was just training reserve grade, you know, and then when I, so I'd been at work all day and then I come to training in the afternoon and some of the boys, like, because you're, you're still mixed with the older boys that are playing, like, the first grade squad. And yeah. They, they were sort of finishing training and I was just starting and then some of them came up and were saying, oh, you're playing first call, congrats and stuff, you know. And I was like, what the heck's going on here? <laughs> Because I'd only just come back from, I fractured my legs. So I'd only, oh, wow. I was, I was out for about six or seven weeks. And then I played half a game of reserve grade. And then I've come back, and then all these boys are saying I'm playing and stuff. Then in the middle of training, Ricky Stewart walked across the field and then came and got me. So um, 
I remember it pretty clearly, and I was so, I was so excited, and it was probably one of the best feelings ever. Well, and what was Sticky like as a coach? Because he's very animated in the coach's box. Yep. Oh, mate, I have full. I, I, I love Ricky Stewart, mate. I think he's a great coach and what he does. I think he's and he's coached for such a long time now as well, like some of those other guys, and he's, so he seems to be progressing with the game as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I mean, like. I've got nothing but respect for him. I mean, he gave me my first grade debut and stuff, and I always got along really well with him, and I found him really good, to be honest. So, obviously, you went from the Sharks with Ricky Stewart over to the Bulldogs. What was the uh, change like when you moved over to the Bulldogs? Uh, yeah, well, for me, it was big. I always sort of, I don't know, I just always seen the Bulldogs as a big club sort of thing, and then my brother had played there, uh, Luke. Um, yep. And then I went with a whole host of players, you know, as well. So I was going with like all these sort of players. Like Brett Kamali, I'd already played with him, but he was coming over. And then he had, I sort of knew Josh. Josh Morris came over. And then he had Greg Eastwood, David Stagg, Ben Hennett, Mick Ennis, um, Michael Hodgson. We all came, um, we all came to, across together to the Bulldogs that year. Yeah. So it was a completely new squad sort of thing, um, and it was awesome, mate. Like I think that first year we made that prelim final and stuff. Um, in 09 against the against the Eels, but mate, we we had a successful year that year, and mate, I love my time at the Bulldogs. They're a great club, um, and I think they're on their way up again now, which is good to see. Oh, absolutely! Like unfortunate time in 2021, but they definitely did better this year than they did last year, and it's and I think it's just going to continue to get better, especially with Gus now there as well. And then obviously you went from the Bulldogs to South Sydney, which is obviously another club with a very rich history, massive sort of like supporter base. What was it like over there at South Sydney? Um, oh, oh, that was awesome, South. So I, I sort of remember when I got the call that from my manager to say I was sort of going going over to South, you know. Um, and I was like, I just thought I was awesome. I, I remember walking in my first day um, just to meet, meet everybody, sort of thing like Michael McGuire and that. And I remember yeah. meeting Adam Reynolds there and a few of the other boys. And mate, it, was, it, was, it was a great club. I trained. That was like, I don't know. I just remember training really, really hard under Madge those days, um, that first year and stuff, you know, and it really benefited me, benefited me a lot. Um, helped me a heap. Um, and then just, yeah getting to know like the, I don't know it's just got some history and passion about it South stuff so yeah no that's um, fair that's... yeah mate, I love, yeah I love like again I love South um, I had a great time there still got great friends and stuff there so and always feel welcome at that club oh, that's honestly awesome to hear as well because you don't want to you know you, you hate when you hear about players that you know fall out with bad like on bad terms and whatnot so that's good to hear and then obviously you jetted over to the UK to play in the Super League with Warrington, again, obviously, uh, your manager would have helped you out with that. What was it like playing over in an, in an entirely different country and a different culture? Oh, I loved it. I sort of, I don't know, I, I, was, I just thought it was, I was ready to go at that time. Like, I probably could have played in the NRL again. Like, I, had a, I could have stayed at South for another year. But I just sort of thought the best thing was, like, a new adventure for me. So, um, and, and, you know, and to be honest, it was probably the best thing I've ever done. You know, it was awesome. I, Myself and my family, we didn't know what to expect, really. But mate, we had the best best two years ever over there, and we like we still love that place. Um, it was unreal. And then, like, even because what made it easier, probably as well, was Steve Price being the coach. So I knew yeah. Pricey from around from around here. So him going over Sutton as a new coach, um, being Australian, probably helped a fair bit as well. So he sort of understood where 
where we um, where we were at. If you know what I mean. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like having he, he would have helped. Yeah, he would have helped out. You know, um, be someone to bounce stuff off because yeah. you, you were strug- You may have been struggling dealing with such a big move. Yeah, and he probably was as well. So we worked with each other there, but also just tried my best to. That's what I tell people now. If they're going over to play, like you got to, you know, it's it's not Australia. It's a completely different country, and it has its own own hidden gems and stuff over there. Like things to doing that, and it's an amazing country. And you got Europe's at your doorstep there. So like when you go over, you have to respect English culture and and their clubs and the players there. You can't go over and sort of like look down on it as a as a different competition. I thought I did that, and I made some close friends with the with the English boys who I still speak to today. Yeah. Um, I'm heading back over there next year just to go catch up with a few people and stuff as well, you know, just it's like I said before, we just loved our time. That's awesome. And obviously <laughs> right now going on is the Rugby League World Cup over in England. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who do you like? Obviously you played for New Zealand in particular. Who do you think is going to take out the comp? Uh, man, it's hard to go past. It's hard to go past Australia. I think they I'd like when Nathan Cleary gets a shot. I'm not sure that he'll let go of that jersey. You know, like he, he's yeah. a different. Yeah, he may. He's such a class player that guy. He um. So there's him, but then New Zealand's team's unbelievable. Like, oh, their spine doing... and stuff. You know that. That's the best I've seen like a New Zealand team in a long, long time. So, but it's just it, yeah. I mean, New Zealand, England were class the other night too, but it's only early stage of the tournament. So we'll just see see how we go. No, that's absolutely it. And as we just, as I just mentioned, you did actually play for the New Zealand Kerries and also New Zealand Murray. Uh, what was it like uh, when you, you know, got the call up to play for New Zealand? And you know, how did that feel and everything that goes along with that? That was awesome. I sort of got to represent my heritage and stuff, you know. So, um, mate, to get called up and playing an international team is unbelievable. So. Um, I could have chosen it. Like I had the choice between the two countries, but yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I thought I was playing good, and then I didn't get chosen. Like a city country game where like a heap of people did. And I thought, oh, I'll far out. And then I remember Steve Kearney called me up, and I was just like, well, sweet, yeah, I'll play for New Zealand. But, yeah, no, that's, um, it's a no-brainer yeah. if you're not when, getting when, chosen well, for one, go with the other. Absolutely. Well, it wasn't even like that. It wasn't like they were my first choice because I never even really thought of it. And then, oh, okay. Steve Kearney called me and I just thought, well, wow, like New Zealand coach is calling you. You can't talk to say no. And I'd always sort of wanted to do it anyway. So, um, yeah, and I, I, I was so glad that I chose New Zealand to play for too because it opened opened me up um, to a different side of things that I'd never sort of seen before. So it was great. That's awesome to hear. So we've covered your career a little bit. So let's get into some fun sort of questions. Who was the biggest <laughs> pest at the clubs that you played at? Um Biggest pesser. Probably funny, they both got the same last name. Bloody Reynolds. Yep. Um, Josh Reynolds, Adam Reynolds. <laughs> maybe and, it's a oh, maybe it's a thing, Reynolds yeah. last name. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were two big pests that come straight to my mind. Isaac Luke, he wasn't so much a pest. He was just yeah, he was a bit, but like those those other two, they're just <laughs> nonstop, mate. <laughs> and who was the funniest teammate? Oh, I mean Adam Reynolds funny too, you know, like <laughs> Spent a whole heap of time with him. Like he's not just a pest where he's annoying. He's funny as too. So, like, um, no, there was heaps of funny guys. But yeah, <laughs> now that's awesome. Um, and who was would you say the biggest influence on your career and you know the, the person you are today? Oh, oh, it's a tough one. Um, oh, on my career, man. I, 
I don't know, like it's hard, like cause you can always see your family and that, like, like my older brother was my coach, me whole like pretty much my whole life and stuff. So mm-hmm. him, but then I had like a few coaches as well that helped me a bit. Mate. Like even Lance Thompson helped when I um, so I sort of I played a bit of first grade with Lance and and I'd played a bit in that, but he um and then he was a coach of the reserve grade team, but he just I sort of got dropped and I never thought I should should have or whatever. And then mm-hmm. he made it fun again and he made me like really believe in myself. Oh, that's awesome. That when I started playing really good, and then that's when I went to the Bulldogs. But even even before that, though, mate, Jimmy Dimmick for me was massive. He was um because I'd I'd known him for a while, and then he was coach at the Sharks, and then he was he moved to the Bulldogs as well. Yeah, so that, that, that would have been year. also so, a no brainer for you to go to the Dogs as well. Mate. Yeah, so Jimmy had helped me a, a whole heap too, mate. So um yeah, I'm like thankful that I've met those guys. Yeah. So it's more of a whole community of of influences on you for your career, which is great. Yeah, it's just yeah, it is, mate. Like and then like it happens every day, like now in and the rugby league well, mate. There's always people out there helping everybody. So Yeah, that's um, that's, it's a that's good awesome. Thing. That's not, honestly because you do want to hope so that there's a support network. And let's get into some more fun ones. First of all, how do you like your steak? My steak? Yeah. Oh, medium, mate. Um yeah, just cooked a little bit, but not too much, but to be honest, I don't really care. <laughs> Sometimes no, no. I avoid medium well done, like it doesn't bother me. But just yeah, no, anything that's not too. I don't like blue steak. Put it that yep. way. Yeah, no, that's fair. I don't like <laughs> it mooing, but I also don't want it feeling like I've got to chew for ages on it. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely. Um, what would be your favorite hobby outside of sport? Oh, outside of sport. Um, my other hobbies are like sports, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, well, what are those? Yeah, so I love playing. Oh, mate, I love going down the coast. So I've got a little place down the coast in Lake Conjola, so um, in the south, down near Aladolu, in South yep. Wales. So, oh, mate, I love going down there. That's one of my favourite spots. It's probably what I miss most when I was overseas. So, um, we go down there and we've just got, we've got like, I love going fishing and stuff and just spending time in the outdoors down there. So, nice. doing that, like fishing and on the boat and that, and just, Playing golf as well, mate. I love playing golf. So, no, that's um, awesome. Do you have a handicap? No, I did a few years ago, but it wasn't very good. But, mate, just with the kids and that at the moment, yeah, nice. They're at that time where they take up all my time. So, <laughs> that's fair enough. And what's your favorite movie of all time? Oh, man, my favorite movie. Um, oh, well, I like Cool, cool Runnings, it's a good movie. That's I love that. Movie. I like those sort of movies, mate. I love Cool Runnings, but I like some other ones, man, like Predator and, uh, Terminator 2. Yeah, nice. That is the best Terminator of them all in my opinion. Yeah, Judgment well. Day, yeah. So, yeah, 100% the best one. Um, and how was the transition into retirement for you? Oh, it was for me, it was quite easy, you know. So, well, not easy, but I was, um, I knew myself, I was sort of ready to finish up. Yeah. Um, I, I got off, I, I could have gone back to the Bulldogs, to be honest, and played in 21. Mm hmm. Um, so I had a meeting there with Trent Barrett and stuff, but mate, I, I just I knew I could have turned up and played every week, but I didn't. I just didn't feel like doing the training and stuff, and it, and it's probably unfair to some kids coming through. Uh, and you're taking up that, so, spot yeah. The, I'm taking up their it. spot, and they're gonna they're coming out and training their butts off every 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 day trying to chase that dream. And I so I knew I was sort of I was sort of over it, mate. So no, um, well, not right. over it, but I knew I was done. And, I enjoyed watching the kids play footy and stuff more than I actually played. So yeah, um, 
what advice yeah. would you have for any youngsters, you know, that want to make a serious crack at the NRL or any professional sport, really? Um, any advice, mate? It's just a, some kids, I think they forget that if they're like around that 15, 16 years of age, mate, they forget that they're still so young. But mm-hmm. like some kids, like, they don't develop until they're a bit older, then they give it away. But they just have to, like, my advice would just be to keep, to stick in there and just, mate, they've got to make sure they have fun and just try their best day. Eh? So, yeah. Um, like for me right now, I'm doing some, I do player management stuff now. So I'm an accredited agent. Oh, wow. Um, so I, I also like look after a group of young kids now. Mm-hmm. So and that are, they're, they're in that, no, they're good, mate. So they're in like a few systems, got a few kids around, mate. And for me, it's, it, it's, it's good because I can sort of pass down some of my knowledge to those boys as well. Yeah, and absolutely. Like, and what I say to them is like, I get, I'll, I'll get pleasure out of watching you boys make it to the NRL if I can help you get there, you know. So, yeah, um, this is why I sort of jumped into that. Now that's awesome to to basically help the next generation of foot of football players, you know, be the best they can be, for lack of a better term. Yeah, pretty much, man. That's all I'm trying to do, and just yeah, help them out, pass on some some knowledge and stuff, and maybe yeah, and just help guide them guide them through through their journey to hopefully make it to the NRL. Yeah, awesome. And I've got one last sort of question, sort of statement, topic, whatever you want to call it before yeah. we wrap things up. And that is, is there anything that you'd like to promote or plug, whether it's a business, whether it's an event coming up or whatnot, just let the listeners know. Uh, maybe not. Um, not really. I could just, I just sort of sit it then. Like, for any kids out there that are playing footy and stuff, like, like I said, I'm doing the play agency sort of stuff now. So, um, they can always contact me. I'm always happy to help them out. We do the training and stuff. Like one of the boys that trained with us last year, the Be Good Sports thing, he's, he's just signed up at the Roosters in their oh, S2 wow. ball squad. So we helped him out. We used to do some one-on-one sessions with him last year, which was good. Um, uh, mate, that, that's about it. Anybody like, serious? Yeah, nice. like I, I run, run in a, like a sports wellness rehab center down in, in the Shire called Lequeur Wellness. So, um, Anyone down in the Shire, come and jump in. Yeah, nice. Awesome. I'll definitely be sure to plug that and, you know, give it a promotion as well on Instagram and all that, whatever helps yeah, out. Sweet. So I just want to thank you very much for joining us here on Life and Sport Podcast. And, yeah, take care. No, thanks for having me, mate. Enjoyed no, it's it. Been, been a pleasure.